0: i'm christina and this is erin and you're
1: listening to something to wag about i'm trying to currently teach v to take a treat from a food dish
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i thought it would be easy (laughs) and you know how like Basic training, verbal, then, and <laughs> <laughs> she really is struggling with this. Give her a verbal and then point to it. And it's all like she's just not picking it up.
0: Do, do you think it's because you've taught her not to just take food out of bowls? Like you have a bowl of training treats around and you pick it up and give it to her or just
1: give it It to could her be. Yep. It could be. It's true. I've never really fed her from a dish.
0: <laughs> so the cue of the dish, meaning don't take the treat, might be overriding, might be more powerful. Yeah. And then the cue that you're trying to teach her. So maybe like a yogurt lid or a tablecloth, that tablecloth, a dishcloth or something. Oh change.
1: Hey, look, you're so smart. Oh, thank you. That kind of leads into our topic, Erin. It does lead into our topic. All right. So pivot the idea of being flexible in the moment when we're in our training sessions and things aren't going as planned. We can continue to try the same thing over and over again, which tends to result in both yourself and your dog getting super frustrated. Or we can take a step back and be like, what the heck is going on? And adjust our training plan so that we can actually get success.
0: There's another saying that I use a lot with my clients that is similar. And I don't remember who started this. Uh, It's train the dog in front of you. So we can go out with the grandest plan of doing ABC and that's our big plan. And we've been planning it for a week and we're going out to do that and we get out and the dog isn't there or we're not there or it's just not working. And that's when we can go, this isn't this plan isn't working. There's no point in beating your head against the wall here. Let's change our plan and do something that works. We wanna set ourselves and our dogs up for success so that we're all having fun and we're all learning. Having fun is a part of learning. And if we're all frustrated, we can be building those negative emotions into the behaviors, which is definitely not what we want, I hope. Um, So being able to pivot, change your plan on the fly is a great way to make sure that your sessions stay positive and productive and fun for everybody.
1: Exactly. And I like to tell people, because it's it's not easy. It's not an easy skill. And I think it's because we get very outcome focused you know, we do, we just, you know, and it actually even just happened to me the other day. I wanted my, I'm working on my team's titles with my dogs and I was silly and didn't read uh, the full instructions of the (laughs) video submissions. And so I had to redo it. And I was like, okay, we've done it once I can, I can redo it. No problem. So I went in and I was like, I'm just going to film this and get it done. And for whatever reason, Vilya, was not able to do some of the exercises that day. And what I have done is I have taught myself to just recognize that in myself. When I'm starting to get that, you can feel it creeping into you. you're just like, Oh, why isn't this going as explain? You're starting to get mad, potentially mad at yourself or mad at your dog. <clears throat> and when I feel that starting to happen, I just stop whether or not I'm going to stop the training session or I'm going to put my dog onto their station or in their crate or give them a cookie scatter. If you can't even do that, when in doubt, I like to go cookie scatter um, so that I can step back and reevaluate what the heck is going on. And that honestly may just be a, okay, I'm not training anymore. I'm just going to go for a walk because this is just, we're not in the, I'm not in the headspace to do this or potentially my dog's not in the headspace Mm -hmm. to do this.
0: For myself with my clients, I like to have a list of activities starting from very easy and very appealing to the dog, working up to harder tasks that are more challenging for the dog. So for instance, if um, most of my clients are for reactivity or aggression, and we have a list of behaviors. So step one is, can we just walk away? Can I take my dog say, let's go. And we're just going to go for a walk. We're going to walk away from whatever scenario we're in. Step two is, can my dog eat? So, if I toss a cookie on the ground in front of them or I put it in front of their nose, can they eat? Step three might be a find it where I show them a cookie and I toss it. We get some prey drive going there. Step four might be a scatter. And then step five and six and seven and eight might be the actual training games that we're using in that moment with that dog. And if you go out and we're planning on doing step Seven, and it's not working. The dog isn't wanting to play our training game or we're not getting the results we want. Let's start back. Where can we start with the dog be successful? And let's build back up through those steps so that we can do the thing that we came out to do possibly, or or maybe a different day.
1: Right. And that almost sounds like essentially ready to work. And that helps to make sure that we're not overfacing them.
0: Yeah, I think that's very similar to the ready to work protocol. That's um, Shade. She's an amazing trainer. If anyone wants to check her out, she's got a lot of YouTube videos and she teaches through FENZI. She does a great job with that. But also, I think being able to stop once we're working, stop and back up. That's kind of the pivot or stop and change our plan not just working from the ready to work where you start, is my dog ready and working up to it. But if you're already in it and you're working through, I don't know, maybe Bilya might've been struggling with, say her left pivot or pick a skill to go, this isn't working. How can I break that down into smaller pieces? How can I split that up and do some different things where she can be successful, maybe working towards that goal or maybe just something completely altogether different but where can I go? Where my dog can succeed?
1: Right, exactly. And and in the video example, it's pretty much just uh okay. We are not getting my goal today, which was my video submission. We are going to rather pick apart. Uh, you know, if it was, it wasn't the left turn, but say it was the left turn. Rather than my end goal being the video submission, I'm now going to change, and I'm going to be like, okay, well, there's obviously a gap in my training that I didn't realize. And I am now going to just switch the goal of my session. And the goal is now going to be, we're going to work on some left pivot, uh, left pivots, <laughs> pivot training. <laughs> we are pivoting to left pivot training. Um.
0: <laughs> and the idea of pivoting in our training, not pivoting with the dog, but changing our goal, you can either change towards a goal that's going to help you build some momentum towards the area we just left Or you can just pivot and do something completely different. Either option is just fine.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And as I said before, sometimes my complete pivot is walking away from the training session and going for a walk because in that moment, it is going to be the most positive outcome for everyone, especially when either of us are feeling frustrated, it's just like, okay, let's just go, let's just go for a walk.
0: To be honest, if my training session with Enzo isn't going well, chances are it's because he needs a walk. He hasn't had a chance to just move his body and run and decompress, so that he can think.
1: I have that written down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it, it it is nice to step back and say why aren't things going according to plan? And sometimes that can be there is a gap in our training that we didn't realize. I actually i I think it's cool sometimes when we when we see these things crop up. It's just like oh, oh that's something that's something I totally didn't think about. I'm gonna have to. Uh, adjust my thinking and train for that little piece. And sometimes it's just a matter of their needs are, have not been met. And Mm -hmm. like you said, going for a walk may solve the problem. And I think it's also important to note, you know, sometimes uh, dogs, just like our ourselves, sometimes dogs do have off days, you know, it could even be something physical, maybe there's something wrong with our dog that we didn't notice. There are many reasons we could be overfacing them with something in the environment that we didn't think about. So there can be many reasons why our training session isn't going to plan. And the idea of pivoting is to just take a moment, stop, give our dog something to do while we think about what we could change to make things successful for us and our dogs. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I've got a little story that we can end on if you like. Yeah. So when Jubilee was, I don't know, eight months old or so, adolescent, and I really wanted to teach her basketball. I love, all my dogs learn basketball. It's one of my favorite things to teach. It's not super complicated, but when you put it together, it is a huge crowd pleaser. Everyone loves watching a dog pick up a ball and put it in a hoop. If you don't, you're not my friend. And I was working on this, you know, for her breakfast for a week or two, and she just wasn't getting it. Like, I've taught all of my dogs, I've probably taught seven or eight dogs how to play basketball, my own dogs, plus student dogs. And I could not figure out what was missing or why my puppy wasn't understanding. So I just put the basketball hoop away. I gave up and went off to train other things. And then I don't know, six months later or what have you, I brought the hoop out because I was going to play basketball with Riker. He really likes that game. He can put his whole head in the, ba- in the hoop. <laughs> Sometimes the hoop gets stuck on his head. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, so I pulled the basketball hoop. Jubilee picks up a ball and puts it in. No training. Um, so that latent learning and just taking a break from things can also be a part of the pivot. This isn't going well right now. If it's not life or death, like, drop it, come back to it another time or don't. Sometimes that's the key to helping everyone understand what the task is.